the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, welcome. Welcome back, everybody. As the man said, this is Bill Bullington here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. If you hear anything you'd like more information on, feel free to go to my website. It's bullingpincapital.com, and uh, I will try to reach out to you as quickly as I can. I have to let you know, though, uh, we use the biggest. There's a company called Orion. They're gigantic, and they're the leader in software for uh, investment advisors and advisory firms all over the world, and they have been having an unbelievable uh, unbelievably difficult time keeping things up and running. <laughs> this this is it started during the pandemic, and they must have laid people off. I don't know. I, I just speculating, but it's been tough. So if you've emailed me, I may not have gotten that email if it's been within the last month. So I would, uh, if you want to speak with me, I would just give us a call. It's three three zero six six four zero seven hundred. Three three zero six six four zero seven hundred. It is uh, unbelievably upsetting not to be able to rely on your your email to go through, and uh, can't tell you how much stress that's caused. But so I think the best thing to do is just pick up the phone and call. So if here's something you'd like more information on. Again, three three zero six six four zero seven hundred. We will get back to you, uh, assuming that it doesn't go to voicemail, which are Voicemail is also computerized, and it's, <laughs> and it's also using the internet. The uh, we don't always get those either. It's just mind-boggling. If you'd have told me this was going to be happening um, three or four years ago, I would have said no way. You know, that, that, that's that, that's just silly. And but I'm telling you. <laughs> so and we don't know. I mean, it's not all the time. It's just it's probably about ten percent of the time, which is that's a lot. You know, because I'm on the phone quite a bit. So anyway, 
Um, I'm looking at where interest rates are. Uh, I'm looking at what the Fed is telling you to do and um, or what the Fed's telling us that they're going to do. And, you know, it's a, uh, it's a pretty tough environment. When you're raising interest rates the way that they have been, bond prices tend to go down. And they don't tend to go down. I mean, they go down and sometimes a lot. I'm looking at the aggregate bond, uh, total bond market. Uh, it's a fund from Vanguard. Um, we actually use the similar fund uh, from uh, uh, BlackRock. How could I forget that? And they're both down about the same from their peaks. So it's they're basically index funds for bonds. And they both peaked right around uh, oh, the summer of 2020. And now here we are going to 2024. And the price per share on those bond funds, and these are short-term uh, investment-grade bonds. Well, well, I shouldn't say short-term. They're intermediate-term. The, I think the average maturity is somewhere between seven and ten years. Yeah. Anyway, it's not a long-term bond. Long-term bonds have just gotten crushed. Um, the, the past four or five years has been the worst four to five years uh, for bonds that we've had in decades. I mean, just decades. So, and a lot of people are uh, upset. They're looking at their accounts and going, "Hey, wait a minute. How, how come?" I'm not doing that well. Well, if you've got 40% of your money in bonds, and bonds have had the worst time period ever, and, and that's part of the reason. Uh, the other reason is that a lot of stocks, except for the top 50 stocks by size, if you take the top 50 stocks by size out of the all the major indexes, the returns drop like a rock, and it is just uh, mind-boggling. I have an idea for you, though. Uh, I've got a couple of ideas for you. Um, this stuff may not be over yet. We don't. Nobody ever really knows. The, the Fed has more control uh, than just about anybody over how well the economy is going to do. Uh, and the Fed and the banking system. Uh, if they raise interest rates, if they raise the reserve requirements, that big screeching sound you'll be hearing all over the world is economies coming to a halt. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're they're just going to be slowing down. Um, they they really won't actually stop completely. But the, it's rough. And when you think about this, like you know, what, what I'm thinking, I would have never have thought that investment grade bonds that are the average maturity is about eight years. That's not a long time. And they're going to be down twenty percent. Over a three-year time, it's 20% lower than it was three years ago. I would not have anticipated that. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, and, you know, if, if Powell continues to raise interest rates, which he might, you know, it's basically trying to, they, they're more afraid of inflation than they are of anything else. Um, and that's why they raise, start raising interest rates because they want to control inflation. Inflation is horribly um disruptive to an economy, especially in economies like are all over the world today where the older they're they're getting older, the population are actually aging. There are fewer young people relative to the older people just al almost all over the world. And when you've got older people who uh are trying to live on a fixed income, 
and you know pensions, Social Security, that sort of thing. When their incomes are relatively fixed and prices are going up, they're just getting you know their money's not going quite as far, and that can be very disruptive to uh, an economy if it's left unchecked. How do you fix it? Well, you know it's kind of like uh, you know getting an operation. Um, you're actually going to have to cut someone to fix some things sometimes, and that's basically what they're doing now. You know, they're, they're raising rates. Uh, it's been causing the prices on bonds to go down and it's been causing stocks to struggle. Um, the good news is that GDP growth is still really high. I mean, it's still really high. And the even better news is if you're buying super short-term bonds, if, if you've been really afraid of financial markets, stock markets, um, regular bond markets, Short-term CDs and uh, short-term treasuries are paying an awful lot relative to what the longer-term stuff is. And uh, so that's going to change. Changing right now, you know, they're looking at things now and and they think that the increases in rates may have been effective. Uh, Although I, I will tell you, it's not as effective as raising reserve requirements. If, if they, if you start to hear that, and by the way, if you listen to the show, I'll let you know when they start talking about that. And it's it's not even in the rumblings yet. It, I think I've only seen it mentioned once or twice in the last two years. So, but that is a really effective way of slowing an economy down. And um, a lot of people want to know why do they want to slow the economy down? Well, because of inflation, and particularly when you've got as many people as we do that are turning 60, the, the people that turn 60 every day, it's the fastest growing segment of the population. So they're going to be, uh, and we've got an awfully large and growing number of people who are on Social Security and other fixed incomes. If they, their, uh, their spending will cut, they'll cut way back on their spending if, as they notice that the prices continuously go higher. I don't know about you, but, uh, my grocery store bills are uh, <laughs> up a lot from where they used to be. And uh, so what can you do about that? I mean, what really can you do about that? Well, for now, you can kind of try to focus on those products where the interest rates are relatively high. Uh, and they're going to be relatively fixed. Now, here's here's the problem with the short-term treasuries or the short-term CDs. that term short term is for real when they when they do uh, eventually get the uh, inflation rate under control they're going to start reducing rates again that's just how it's how it's done they make the adjustments uh, and they'll start to cut interest rates again well that's one of the reasons I think if you are past the age of 60 if you are past the age of 60 you may want to look into those fixed index annuities I've been talking about. Why? Because, and I just pulled this, this is an example, a 70-year-old uh, who had a, put up $100,000 in. By the way, the one that I use, you need to put the money in. Uh, the first year, you don't get any income. You have to wait 12 months to turn it on. But if you were to do that, you waited 12 months to turn it on, you had 100000 bucks. 
It's going to give you $8,256 of guaranteed lifetime income for as long as you live. Even if that were to uh, cause you to run out of cash, they'll continue to pay that. That's kind of a big deal. Now, if you want to go to a website where you can put your own information in there, uh, and by the way, this is a product. It, it, uh, there are a bunch of companies out there that have products that are similar to these. This just happens to be my personal favorite. And uh, if you want to hit me up with an email, say, hey, can you send me the uh, website so I can go in and put my personal information in there? And it's just your age, um, basically, uh, what year were you born? And uh, you can throw, I like to use $100,000 just because I get to see percentage-wise what that is. Uh, And the example that I just gave, if you were 69, you're going to be 70 next year, your full Social Security age. That means, uh, you know, you can... Actually, at 67, your uh, Social Security age, age 70, it stops. The, the guaranteed level, the guarantees go away. There, there's guaranteed increases in Social Security. I'm going to tell you this. They'll probably, they'll probably never cut that. Um, there's a, an extremely high chance. I mean, I think the chances of them not cutting that are as good as the Browns going undefeated next year. <laughs> Those are both long shots. Uh, doesn't mean it can't it can't possibly happen, but it's not likely to happen. And uh, anyway, that's so funny. Um, so if you wanted to put in a hundred thousand bucks, you're going to turn your Social Security on next year. Uh, you're sixty nine now and at age seventy. They would the current guaranteed lifetime income is eight thousand two hundred fifty six bucks. That's a lot. It's gone up. It's gone up since I made my purchase. And uh, um which was a few years ago now. And uh, so that, that's, you know, for people that are just coming into it, it, it's a good thing. I'm not upset with my purchase, incidentally, um, because it it's still a really good deal, still really competitive, even though I've had it for a couple of years and it's a little lower than current rates are. So good for you. If, if you're coming into it now, instead of a couple of years ago, you're going to get a little bit, a little bit more money. Um, but, when I'm looking at what I'm going to get from the one I bought two years ago, I'm still incredibly happy with it. It's three years now. So anyway, um, it's just one of those things where you can guarantee a lifetime income. Uh, you set it up. It comes into your checking account each month, and you don't really have to worry about it anymore. And I think it's really good uh, because of the absence of so many retirement plans now or uh, pension. Very few firms that aren't working for a, a governmental unit have pension plans, and typically it's the really, really, really large companies that have those. And uh, in the United States, the smaller businesses make up about ninety percent of all the businesses. The super large mega cap companies, the, the GMs of the world, are uh, you know it's about ten percent. So the chances of, and probably less than that now, I actually should go back and fact check that. I, uh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> that just, I just assumed it didn't change a whole lot. But um, so anyway, very few companies are big enough to have the, the old style pensions that were going to give you a uh, basically a livable rate of return and an inflation uh, increase over time. That is incredibly rare. And that's why Social Security is so popular. Social Security actually goes up each year. And it's a fairly significant amount now. 
I mean, they're, uh, I think you'd have to have the average, the average person gets somewhere around $2,000 a month. You know, you'd have to have about $500,000 in a, an, a savings account or an investment account to be able to try to produce the same amount that the average person is going to get from Social Security. And I can tell you that the average savings in the United States is not $500,000. There are a ton of people that have that or more, um, but there are, an awful, there are a lot more that don't. So that's what it's, that, that, that always blew my mind. When I first started in this industry, I was looking at these numbers that you would have to achieve to be able to just to match Social Security. So thank you, Lucky Stars. Uh, when you're voting, vote for those people that aren't threatening to take Social Security away or uh, to reduce it. That's just uh, that's just insane. And uh, uh, you can they can do it. We can absolutely afford it. Uh, when they first started Social Security, I think the average life expectancy was around 62. I'd have to go back and look that up, but uh, it was a lot lower than it is today. So, and incidentally, you hear these well. Social Security is only funded 85% or whatever the number is now. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, really? Uh, you know how much the funding was when they started the program? It was zero. <laughs> it was zero. So, uh, yeah, we're a lot better off now than we were before. Uh, and is it an issue? Yes. It's an issue, but we can handle it. And I got a, a few seconds here before I have to take a commercial break. So you're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420. If you hear anything you want more information on, feel free to go to my website and, uh, or email me, bill at bullingtoncapital.com. And I will be back right after these commercial messages. Friends, Bob France here for Sky Roofing, serving the greater Cleveland area for over 22 years. You know, the thing I've come to learn and love about Sky Roofing is about much more than just roof and service quality. Obviously, those things are important, but what I love most about Sky Roofing is the people. And the reason that matters is when you're talking about something as important as roof repairs on your home or your business or needing a new roof altogether, you better be able to trust the roofers. And as I've come to know them, I believe you can trust Sky Roofing to do your job right, to do it on time, and to do it at a tremendous price. They'll do your house or your commercial industrial roofing for you, and they'll do it like it was one of their own homes. Get on the website at skyroofinginc.com, request a quote there, or if you've got questions, they've got the answers at 440-349-6750. Learn more about the service, the experience, and yes, the people. That's 440-349-6750 or online at skyroofinginc.com. Take it from me, Sky Roofing is roofing done right. AM 1420 has officially turned 100. Hey, we've heard a lot of voices over the years. Hubba Jubba Jing Jing, WHK will have more wavy gravy for you. Don Armstrong goes wild again tonight. You're on WHK with Tall Ted. But one thing has remained constant. This is Tim Taylor, Metro Media News, Cleveland. That's Action Central News. Now, WHK. AM 1420 has been Cleveland's answer for news. Celebrating 100 years in Cleveland. 
Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook. Vacation Fixation. Is it finally time to update your bathroom? Bath Planet, a division of Joyce Factory Direct, specializes in replacing and converting old showers and tubs into new beautiful bathrooms in as little as one day. We have transformed thousands of bathrooms just like yours into a spa-like oasis that has homeowners excited to use their new bathtub or shower. Right now, all bath installations are 50% off. So call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing. 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. You know what I just uh, I was listening to the commercial on the vacation fixation. Um, that's actually a client of mine, his wife actually, who started this business. She was a school teacher, started it part time, and they're doing very well. And I got to tell you, I used their service, and I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> I just told her what I wanted, and she took care of the, the whole deal, and it was super simple. So they give my uh, uh, gold seal of approval. But uh, it's uh, Vacation Fixation. If you go to uh, Facebook, actually, they have a website there so you can reach out to them. And uh, it's just very pleasing when you get something uh, and it's more than you expected. I didn't expect us not to have to do as much as we did or didn't do. (laughs) And the the trip went wonderfully and uh, just a great experience all around. So they get my endorsement there for sure. And uh, if I didn't like the experience, I just wouldn't mention it, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, it was a really good, uh, really good one. Um, we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, fixed income and where it is right now. I was looking at the uh, uh, Vanguard, their total bond market fund. I mean, this is mind-boggling. So it peaked in 2020. The price was $89.64. Now, it pays a dividend. Uh, and I, I can't even recall what the current rate is now, but I, I think it's around three and a half or four, or maybe four and a half percent somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, it'll go up a little bit because they have been raising interest rates, but the price on it is $71.81. So that's 20% below where it was in 2020. So, and, and incidentally, most bond funds between this one and the BlackRock bond fund of the AGG, it also down about 19%. Um, those those two funds are nearly identical, incidentally. Uh, and they're supposed to represent the, the broader bond market that most people would consider investing in. Whether they do or not, it's, you know, that, that's up to them. But the uh, anyway, 
to give you a, a pretty decent idea of what bonds are doing. If you're really upset, a lot of people are. Last uh, couple of years, markets haven't really done a whole lot. Well, that's a big part of it. You've got an average balanced account, and normally you're, you're this is supposed to be your safer money, and it is safer than doing stocks. But uh, you know, interest rates go up, bond prices go down. Now, if interest rates start to come back down again, that'll start moving back up in the opposite direction. It'll it'll make back some of the uh, principal that it's lost. That's one of the reasons that you really have to be. I don't care what you're investing in. You really need to come in with a long-term outlook. And if you're not willing to accept a fairly significant amount of fluctuation, well, that's why I started talking about the fixed indexed uh, annuities. I know a lot of people, I've gotten a lot of emails saying, hey, why are you talking about annuities? I, you know, we just want to do stocks. Well, you know, by the way, stocks, there are a lot of stock funds that I like at these levels because they're lower than they were, or they've just gone sideways for an incredibly long time period, although the businesses have grown during that time period. So I don't think they're grossly overpriced. Are they mildly overpriced? Yeah, some are. Uh, Some of the indexes are for sure. If we ever get to do another seminar, um, I'm going to try to shoot for one, by the way, in the first, by the end of the first quarter. Uh, this next year coming up. So it'll be relatively quickly. We'll try to get one because there's there's some things I really want you to see that I can't, I mean, I can explain it and I'm going to talk about this a little bit uh, later in the show. But there are these concepts that you can explain, but unless you actually see it, I mean, the visual just helps. It it really helps a lot to be able to see what I'm talking about uh, rather than trying to write it down when you're writing or driving. Don't ever do that, by the way. That yeah, just don't. Uh, and I'm not sure how many people have. I don't think I have a radio. Yes, I do. I have a a, uh, a clock radio. I never use it. A radio at home. So I'm just assuming that most people are listening uh, in their cars. And I do have some people that uh, you know tune in at home, which is thank you for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, not sure why you do that, but because uh, I hate the sound of my voice, um, so I have a really tough time listening to myself when I'm when I'm talking, but anyway, I, I feel like message is kind of the important part. Uh, the fact that, yeah, let's say you're 55 years old and you don't really have the stomach for stock market. That's okay. Uh, let's say you're, gonna, you're planning on retiring in seven years. Okay? And so for uh, every 100,000 that you put into it, seven years from now, when you're 62, that 100,000 is going to be guaranteed. It's going to have a guaranteed lifetime income of 10,627. That's a lot. You know, that's a lot. I can't tell you how difficult that is to come up with with stocks. I mean, it's incredibly difficult. And, uh, you know, this is just, it's a schedule. (laughs) The insurance company says, hey, here's your guarantee. And that now they can't change that guarantee. That's why it's called a guarantee. And the only person that could allow them to uh, get out of that is you. Uh, you could, you know, if the, I've never seen this happen, so I'm not even going to bother with it. But that is a guaranteed rate of return. And so for that portion of your money, you can say, hey, look, for this portion of my money, I know I'm going to get this amount. Now, if you want to try to earn higher returns than that, which are going to be incredibly difficult to do, by the way, my opinion over the next 10 years, I think it's going to be in 
insanely difficult, not completely impossible. I just think you're going to have to pay really close attention. And there's some other things when I when I get ready to do this uh, seminar, and I've been talking to clients about this already. The math that runs the market, the math behind the S and P 500, uh, there are some there are some things that you could do to improve that. Uh, however, prior to I uh, actually the rules are still in place. I, I take that back. There are lots of rules that govern the financial planning and the uh, investment advisor uh, industries, stockbrokers. There are these rules that if you're a fiduciary the way that I am. Uh, and you uh, are managing money or helping their your clients manage their money, you should try to achieve a certain set of diversification. And Morningstar paid a couple billion dollars for this model that supposedly uh, is the cure-all and be-all. And I'm going to tell you, not so much. There are a couple of simple things you can do. You got to get it in writing, though. And this is the uh, this is the hard part. You got to get this in writing uh, there, but there are a couple things that you can do that I think are going to increase the rate of return that you might get uh, on the stock portion of your portfolios. And uh, in other words, I'm going to focus on companies or funds that have certain characteristics that are picking stocks that have certain characteristics. And it's not even all that complicated, uh, but when I went in as I've done this research and, you know, this is, I'm not sure when this started becoming all that effective. It's been probably, I don't know, minimally five to six years. A lot of the products that we use today, incidentally, weren't here when I started my practice. Um, a lot of them are, are 10 years old or less. Uh, the, the ideas behind them are a lot older because there are a bunch of indexes for, you know, going back decades. <laughs> but trying to actually invest the money the way that they said they were, or the indexes that they were talking about um, and were comparing themselves to wasn't really that easy to do. Actually, it was very difficult to do. And if you weren't a gigantic firm, you couldn't do it. Well, today, anybody can do it if you know how to find the data uh, and you know which funds have the characteristics that you're looking for. And so, uh, again, this is something I, I want to be talking to everybody about. And if you're one of my clients listening and you haven't heard this yet, well, now you have. And uh, we have the funds in your portfolios that I'm going to be talking about. What I'm going to be recommending is that we probably increase the allocation somewhat to that. But, again, it depends on the, uh, the amount of risk you want to take. And some people, incidentally, are just more com- comfortable having a broader diversification. What I'm talking about is narrowing the diversification down to a relatively specific set of, of um, oh, I don't know, components uh, or just a, a list of items that, that the funds have. And I'm talking about leaving out some that kind of misleading because of the name, the way they name the funds. They call them value funds. Value means stocks that are down, uh, and they don't really mean that technically, but that's what happens a lot of the times. Um, a value stock is is considered a good value when it it's selling at a price low, 
relative to maybe the asset values, sometimes that's how they do it, or the level of sales that the company has. Yeah, there are different ways of defining that. That's one of the things that's tough about my industry. It takes a long time to understand all the different ways that a, a uh, definition can be used. And definitions over time tend to change. So uh, I'm not complaining. I mean, you know, I like the industry, so I don't mind reading about it. I don't mind keeping up with it. I don't know what I would do if I didn't do this. Yeah, because I don't think you can. I don't. I don't think a person could keep up with all the changes that are going on uh, in financial markets. You know, uh, if they didn't spend a fairly significant amount of time doing this, I feel really bad for the kids coming out of college that are uh, coming into this. <laughs> Coming into this business, it's a uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to learn, and the vast majority of people don't really uh, care. By the way, uh, I think that's kind of funny. They just uh, they think that the only thing that matters is the past performance. Well, uh, that matters, but it's not the only thing that matters. And in fact, look at anybody who's invested in some of the cryptocurrency. You know that stuff been going up and then going down and it crashes and you know since there's really no way like uh, let's compare uh cryptocurrency to Procter and Gamble okay Procter and Gamble is a stock and so it fluctuates a lot too it's actually my favorite stock by the way the uh um Procter and Gamble makes a whole bunch of products go to their website google Procter and Gamble and go to their website and look at all the products that they have in there uh, you've probably got four or five of them in your house, okay? Uh, so they make products that people consume a lot of in, uh, on an ongoing basis, and I don't think people are going to stop washing their clothing uh, if the economy goes down. <laughs> That's another thing I like about that company. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so I have Procter & Gamble. It's in a lot of the funds that I own, and I don't have to... Uh, and I know they're in there. Why? Because I look at the internal um, composition and the algorithms that the funds use. And I actually have got this software. It's called Morningstar called an X-ray. It shows you all the positions in, in all funds. And uh, it's kind of interesting. What's really funny about that, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, the, a lot of people will have uh, five different funds and they're all holding the same stocks. And I'm thinking, why? <laughs> why would you do that? I know why. It's because, you know, most people don't want to pay a couple thousand bucks a month. And I know there are other, there's the, uh, there are other funds or services out there that are a little less expensive. And a lot of them give discounts to retail investors that will show you um, similar things. And if you wanted to, you could find, you go to SEC's website and play around with it, learn how to, to search through that. It, it's a lot of effort. I mean, that's, one of the reasons I, I spend the money to have access to the Morningstar database because the amount of effort that it takes without that service is major. Uh, and uh, I don't, I just don't have that kind of time. So it's a lot easier for me. You can uh, send me a portfolio of your, your funds. I, I can reconstruct how they've done over the past five, 10 years um, and uh, have a pretty good idea you know, where that's been, where it might go, and then it can show you the differences. And uh, uh, there's not always a uh, huge difference. A lot of people do a, a 
really a pretty good job uh, keeping up with the changes, I think, or just it's so stressful when you're looking at uh, stock markets. Here's a small cap value fund, right? Remember we were just talking about the uh, value funds and how that might be? So if you invested at the beginning, or let's say this is uh, June of 2007, it's only up 67% since then. That's not a lot. Yeah. What is the Russell 1000 over that same time period? And there we go. Russell 1000. To the top 1000 companies, kind of like the uh, S&P 500, um, it's up substantially higher than that. Okay. Substantially higher than that. And the difference, by the way, between the Russell 1000 and the S&P 500, it's like tenth of a percentage point. Uh, I just feel better knowing that instead of the top 500 with half the money in the top 50 stocks, that I've got I've, I've got a thousand stocks, so I'm a little bit better diversified there, more, more diversified, and the concentration in the top stocks isn't as high, so my volatility tends to be a little bit lower. And that's a that's a good trade-off. If I can get a good, if I get the essentially the same returns with slightly less risk, slightly less volatility, then uh, yeah, that, that's a win. Um, so anyway, if you've heard anything that you'd like more information on, again, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I did during the last commercial break. I uh, responded to an email that I got during this show. <laughs> so I can kind of do that sort of thing. Uh, incidentally, I'm uh, broadcasting from my headset in Powell, where I uh, live on weekend. <laughs> and uh, so it's amazing. I mean, today's technology, and it, this this is old. I mean, it, they've been doing, we've been doing this for years now. And, uh, that's one of the things that keeps economies going and moving forward. Uh, it's technology. Technology changes the way that we live. Um, that's not going away anytime soon. And the change is opportunity. You know, there's always opportunity in that. And one of the great ways to be able to capture and participate in that in that stuff is to use um, index funds. You know, having said that, there are several thousand of them. Uh, so, uh, but the, the right ones have the right factors, or the factors that you're looking for. That, that's kind of key. Uh, it's probably not going to work exactly the way that you would like it to. But if you can tolerate it, if you've got the stomach for it, you can do extremely well. And if you can't, then you look at, here's a, uh, uh, again, back to the fixed index product. So here's somebody who puts, it's 55 years old, all right? At, at 62, they're going to be eligible to take Social Security. And I've only got a few seconds before I have to take a real quick commercial break. So I'm going to hold, I'll ask you guys to hold that thought. I'll, I'll rehash it again before we go on. Uh, anyway, this is Bill Bullington. I'm going to take a real quick commercial break and I'll be back right after these messages. For some, it's the holidays, or Christmas time, or technically Advent. But in the plumbing business, we call it the biggest clog bust in time of year. You can probably guess why. People throw parties that overload their garbage disposers and their bathrooms. And then, well stuff happens. So who are you going to call? No, not the Ghostbusters. This scary situation calls for why it works. 
Our do-it-right drain cleaning superheroes will drive out to your home, get that sink or toilet unclogged, and the drain flowing again. Well, let's face it, the holidays are a rotten time to have a clogged drain. Unfortunately, they're also the most likely time. And that's when you need to rely on the professionals you can trust and who've got your back at Wyatt Works Plumbing. So while we sincerely do hope you don't need us over the next few weeks, we also want you to know who to call for a wallacadoodle solution if and when your pipes do end up overstuffed. Consider it done at wyattworks.com. License number 30185. You've heard the saying, all good things come to an end. Well, not always. Sometimes they just take a break. That's what's happening with our Lady of the Wayside's car donation program after 24 years and 96,000 rides donated. Pretty amazing. Here's the story. The car lot's owners sold the property, making it impossible for car donations to be accepted at this time. According to the Wayside CEO, Terry Davis, the next right steps will be determined and communicated soon, so stay tuned. In the meantime, Terry and the entire team at the Wayside thank you for your continued support of the 450 individuals with developmental disabilities in the Wayside's care. And please take note, you can still support them by making a donation at thewayside.org. No doubt about it, we're spending more time at home, which is the perfect time to make it more functional and beautiful. Hi, Ed Flash Ferentz here for Artistic Renovations, Northeast Ohio's premier and award-winning remodeler. Artistic did a fantastic job with our kitchen in 2016, and last year, they were back for the master bath. Oh, my word. Do yourself a favor and go to ArtisticReno.com. Believe me, you'll love their ideas and without question the finished product. For a virtual consultation, call 216-520-0838 or visit ArtisticReno.com. Thinking about updating your home? Well, Joyce Factory Direct specializes in replacing old, outdated windows. Proudly made right here in Cleveland, Joyce Windows features their exclusive Smart Shield High Performance Glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers just love how much warmer their house is and how easy their new windows operate and clean. Right now, you can save 50% on all installations. Just call to schedule a free consultation with on the spot pricing 440 243 5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. How long has it been since you felt that feeling of wonder like a child wide awake? Well, welcome back. This is Bill Bullington. I'm here every morning from 11 to noon on 1420. I'm really impressed, by the way, with the radio signals and how much clearer this comes in since the station's put a lot of money and effort into the broadcast. I think it's a, uh, um, very unique. I'm surprised that they did it, but I'm really glad. So I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. You can go to my website if you hear something that you'd like more information on, and that's bullingtoncapital.com. There is a contact page right there, and I'll get back to you as quickly as I can. Um, and uh, normally it's uh, within a couple of uh, 48 hours. And uh, typically, um, we have been having issues, as a lot of people have over the past, uh, actually, probably the past 18 months or so, with uh, email. So if you, if I don't get back right away, it's probably because we're not receiving the emails in a timely fashion. So the phone call might be the better way to do that, um, just for your information. And we were talking a little bit about... Uh, uh, Fixed annuities, investments, you know, stocks. I, I like stocks at this level. Um, I'm, when I'm looking through the scans that I do, 
there are a lot of good stocks selling at relatively low prices. And, and now, actually, a lot of them are moving up. I have this one scan that I do uh, a lot. And normally, I'll have, I don't know, probably 50 or 60 stocks. It goes through all these stocks in the stock market. And right now, I mean, on Friday, there were 176 stocks that passed the initial um, series of, of uh, I don't know what to call it, factors that it would need to make it into the stock. And the factors are uh, sales growth and price movement. And it, it's pretty nice. I mean, I'm looking at it going, wow, this is, uh, yeah, don't worry about your stocks for a while. Uh, and incidentally, I don't think you should ever make changes. Uh, I don't think you should ever try to make drastic changes by what you're seeing currently. Because what you're seeing currently is going to change. I think there's a, a ton of things, and you should give it a lot more thought than that before you actually decide to invest in stocks. Figure out what kinds of characteristics that you'd like to have. Um, companies that have profits are nice. <laughs> a lot of companies come out and their share prices will go crazy, but there's nothing behind it. Um, it you know that you see that quite often. I like to see companies who are going up, up quickly, who have sales and profits. That's that's a big bonus, and uh, uh, I'm seeing a lot of that. Uh, it's one of the reasons I'm a big fan of using exchange traded funds because you can read about what they're doing and then you can pull up the holdings that are in those funds and you can check it out to, to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And uh, uh, I can tell you, it's, it, it's been a big help to people out there that are looking for uh, growth, but also would like to have some idea of why it's growing in and how much risk they're taking. And that's a chip. Most people don't have a really good grip on the amount of risk that they're taking. Uh, It's hard to do unless you're willing to pay for some really expensive professional tools. Incredibly difficult to figure out what the risk levels in your portfolios are. And uh, and I'll tell you this. If you're looking to make money in in stocks or bonds because of the way interest rates are right now, um, it's, it's a bumpy ride. It's incredibly bumpy, and it's always been that way. In the, the past five years, it's been that way. Look at the past five years, or actually, this is the last four years. Um, yeah, the last three years. On the Russell Midcap Value Index, the value just has not performed that well over the uh, past time period. Now, if I go back to 2020, right before uh, the market started selling off because of the, the pandemic, um, it's only up about fourteen and a half percent, and that you know that's that's a long time to to divide fourteen and a half percent by four years. What do you get? You know, it's just a little over three percent a year. Um, that's without the dividend, by the way. The uh, dividend would have added you know, about one percent to that. So uh, uh, anyway, it's been a really rough ride. So if you're out there and you're you're wondering, you know, am I doing well? Uh, should I make a move? This is one of the hardest time periods I think I've seen. It was harder than 2000 through 2003 because that was a lot easier. Stocks were just going down. <laughs> and stocks were overpriced, like by a lot. That was an easy one to call as it was happening if you tried to time it up 
And, you know, nobody predicted that it was going to be March 2000. Actually, I thought it was going to be about nine months earlier than that and uh, was really surprised that market kept going higher over that time period. But um, my point is that valuations were a lot higher then than they are today, like almost twice. And uh, that's, that's, that's saying a lot. And you've had a, a very few funds are, have participated in this upside, unless it's a large cap growth fund who concentrates on the top 50 stocks in the S&P 500 or the Russell 1000. So most of these stocks have not participated in the price movements that you've seen over the past couple of years. And I know that gets horribly upsetting when you see something that's going up and you're not, you've only got a small amount of exposure to it. But that's kind of the thing about diversification. That's one of the things that uh, you're going to see when you're diversified. It means you're going to be holding a lot of different asset classes, a lot of different investment management styles, and uh, because they have a tendency to come into favor at different times. Uh, so. And nobody can predict when it's going to switch. And that only people that can do that are there. There are two types of people that can do that: the lucky and the liars. And the luckies, the, the lucky people, they're going to run out of luck at, at some point in time. And the liars, they're just miserable. <laughs> but uh, so, if you've got a, a well-rounded portfolio, uh, it's and by the way, the risk portion of that 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 is the key. And after all these years that I've been doing this over 30 now. can't believe it. I do believe it when I look in the mirror, though. But <laughs> anyway, the, um, all these years, and it's still, people are still trying to do the same things they tried to do. You know, when I started in the industry, and I mean, if you wanted to take a look at your whole portfolio, um, you literally had to update that by hand. I mean, you had to keep a, an ongoing, uh, the spreadsheets, they were done by hand. And you would have to update the prices yourself because you only got a, a statement once a month if you had a transaction that month. If you didn't have a transaction, you got a statement once every 90 days. Uh, I think that was it was actually a pretty good idea, incidentally, uh, because people looking at it too much has really led to an even poorer performance relative to just buying and holding some good quality funds. Yeah, <laughs> you would think that the uh, investor's performance would have increased significantly with the access to all the information they have. Instead, it's gone down. That is, I think it's kind of funny. At, when I was younger, I thought, well, you know, they're going to have access to all this, and they're probably going to do much better than they have in the past. And, uh, nope. <laughs> uh, they make a lot more transactions. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, they can do it a lot faster. It's easy. Most big firms don't have commission to, anymore. Uh, you know, we our main custodian is Fidelity. We used also uh, Axos. Um, there's another one. Uh, oh, I can't remember. Goldman Sachs bought them out a long time ago. But uh, anyway, um, most of the money that we are are doing, they, the, there are no fees through the custodians for doing transactions. So that's good. And what I think is really funny is you see what the costs are. If you do an individual uh, bond or if you do an individual treasury or a CD, um, you see the prices. 
they don't have to show you what you're getting charged for that, but I know what they're getting. <laughs> it's not a lot, but it's a, uh, a lot more than people think it is. Uh, I mean, think about it. You put in the uh, $100,000 order and you've got costs there that you are hidden to you of even a quarter of a percent. Well, that's 250 bucks. Yeah. So that's a, uh, uh, that's a lot. That's one of the other reasons I think it, it's so nice. The nice thing about today is that most of the things that you really need to do, you can get help on. Help is not that expensive. The uh, I think that the cost versus doing it yourself is very competitive. Um, there are a lot of companies out there, and their costs are all over the, the market. The, uh, um, so you have to kind of ask around, shop around. The bottom line is you just want to feel comfortable doing what you're doing. Because if you're not comfortable, you're just not going to be very good at it. And it's too stressful, even when you are very comfortable. It's stressful. If you're not comfortable and you're stre- and you're you're going to get the stress, so you shouldn't. You probably shouldn't do it. And uh, that's one of the reasons I, I'm not like a. Uh, I am not a hardcore salesperson. I I never like that style. I mean, I just, it bothers me when people try to sell me hard. And uh, we're just here to help. We're in a fiduciary. We have to operate in your best interest. Uh, works out really well for us. If your account value goes up in value, our pay goes up. If your account value goes down, we get a pay cut. And uh, there are a lot of people out there that think, well, you shouldn't get paid when it's not going down. Well, we're getting paid less. And I can tell you, my expenses never go down. And they've always only gone up, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. So that's I think it's the fairest way uh, to do that. And if you're not with a fiduciary who's who is legally obligated to operate in your best interest, I would probably try to find someone who is. Um, just saying. And uh, anyway, going back to that uh, illustration, I said, "You're somebody that's 79. They're going to be. Uh, uh, they want to take income." So, well, by the way, if you want to need an income right away, what I would do is take the income that you need over the next 12 months and just keep it in a money market fund. Just draw that down. And then a year later, you can kick in the income from the annuity, which is going to be substantially higher than uh, what you can do in CDs or treasury. I've only got a few seconds here, and I've been talking fast and some about some complicated stuff. I know. I apologize. If you'd like to call and talk to me about these things, if you've got questions, you can also email me. Uh, go to my website. It's BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. My main name is Bill Bullington. And again, I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. Um, I think I'm going to sign off right now. You guys have a good weekend. Uh, good investing. Good luck. Just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. 
or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.